the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hosted by Rhody Fisher. As a Christian mom for over 40 years and a teacher of the Bible in public schools for 25 years, Rhody will take you on a journey with some of her friends as they share their experiences and testimonies from their walk with Christ. You'll see that you are not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. Welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Now, here's your host, Rhody Fisher. Good morning and welcome to On the Road with Jesus. Let's pray. Father, search search me, O Lord, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. See if there's any wicked way about me and lead me in the way of everlasting. Father, I pray that you would give me words to speak. And Lord, calm me down just a little bit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us this morning, listeners. I am going to read a few psalms here, and I just feel like it's a, it's really appropriate to um, kind of get into the spirit here. Um, so I'm in Psalm 111, and I'm reading out of the New King James, and it goes, verse 1, Praise the Lord. I will extol the Lord with all my heart in the counsel of the upright and in the assembly. Great are the works of the Lord. They are pondered by all who delight in them. Glorious and majestic, well, I can't say that word. Glorious and majestic are his deeds, and his righteousness endures forever. He has caused his wonders to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. He provides food for those who fear him. He remembers his covenant forever. He has shown his people the power of his works, giving them the lands of other nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just, and all his precepts are trustworthy. They are steadfast forever and ever, done in faithfulness, and uprightness. He provided redemption for his people. He ordained his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. I just want to really make one comment about this. And that's in verse 10 where it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All who follow his precepts have good understanding. To him belongs eternal praise. You know, I love that scripture because, you know, you can go and get a master's degree somewhere or a doctorate degree somewhere else or maybe a couple of doctorate degrees 
and really, that's really a lot of knowledge. But wisdom comes from the Lord. And how do you get wisdom? Well, it, the Bible says to ask for it. And so we can ask for wisdom, and he will give it to us. And so that godly wisdom is what we're looking for. And it says here, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And not necessarily fearing God like, oh my gosh, I'm so afraid of him. No, it's really that reverence for God that we're looking for. That reverence and looking for that holiness, which is God is holy. So um, that's the beginning of wisdom. Anyway, I'm going to keep reading, and we're in Psalm 112. And it, again, has praises to the Lord. So, verse 1, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who finds great delight in his commands. His children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns. For the upright, for for the gracious and the compassionate and the righteous man, good will come to him who is generous and leads lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man will be remembered forever. He will have no fear of bad news. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is secure. He will have no fear. In the end, he will look in triumph on his foes. He has scattered abroad his gifts to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be lifted high in honor. The wicked man will see and be vexed. He will gnash his teeth and waste away. The longings of the wicked will come to nothing. Wow, the wicked man. Oh, isn't that, doesn't this that sound so terrible? He will gnash his teeth. What does that mean? Well, you know, when things are tough, how you clench your teeth and, you know, you're kind of in such sorrow. This is going to be curtains for the evil person, the wicked person, those that stay up all night and think of bad things to do against us. The righteous man will be remembered forever, is what the word says. Wow, what a beautiful verse. What a beautiful chapter that is. I'm going to keep going on. These are kind of all tied together. So I'd like to start again. Um, this, this Psalm, Psalm 113, starts again with praise the Lord. Psalm 111, 112, and 113, they all start that way. So we're We'll just keep going on um, with that. So what, verse 1, I mean, chapter 113, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Praise, O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Let the name of the Lord be praised, both now and forevermore, from the rising of the sun to the place where it sets. The name of the Lord is to be praised. The Lord is exalted over all the nations, his glory above the heavens. Who is like our God? 
I'm sorry, who is like the Lord our God, the one who sits enthroned on high, who scoops down, who stoops down to look on the heaven and, and the earth. He raises the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sits them with princes and the princes of their people. He settles the barren woman in her home as happy mother of children. Praise the Lord. I, I, I really think this is such a beautiful um, verse here where it says, he settles the barren woman in her home as a happy mother of children. So here the woman was barren at one time, but now she's a happy mother. He's blessed her with children, and it ends with praise the Lord. I'm going to go on to Psalm 114. And it says in verse 1, When Israel came out of Egypt, the house of Jacob, from people of foreign tongue, Judah became God's sanctuary, Israel his dominion. The sea looked and fled. The Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams. The hills like lambs. Why was it, O sea, that you fled? O Jordan, that you turned back. You mountains that you skipped like rams. You hills like lambs. Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of Jacob who turned the rock into a pool, the hard rock into springs of water. And this is all about, you know, coming through the Red Sea um, after um, leaving Egypt and coming into, um, coming into the Promised Land. So what a beautiful um, chapter that is, too. I'm going to read one more psalm, and it's Psalm 115 before I start in on what I was going to talk about. So 115. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but your name be glory because of your love and faith and your and faithfulness. Why do the nations say, where is their God? Our God is in heaven. He does not, he does whatever he please, whatever pleases him. But their idols are silver and gold made by hands of men. They have mouths, but cannot speak. Eyes, but cannot see. They have ears, but cannot hear. Noses, but they cannot smell. They have hands, but cannot feel. Feet, but they cannot walk. Nor can they utter a sound with their throats. Those who make them will be like them. And so will all who trust in them. O house of Israel, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. The house of Aaron, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. You who fear him, trust in the Lord. He is their help and shield. The Lord remembers us and will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who fear the Lord, small and great. May the Lord 
make you increase, both you and your children. May you be blessed by the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The highest heavens belong to the Lord, but the earth he has given to man. He is not the dead who pray. He is not the dead who praise the Lord. Those who go down to silence, it is we who extol the Lord, both now and forevermore. Praise the Lord. So it ends with praise the Lord, just like all the other Psalms began with that. Thank you, Lord, for your word. And Lord, I do pray that you would continue to give us understanding of your word. Well, this is Christmas morning for those of you that are listening here live. I did want to talk about why we celebrate Christmas. I kind of wanted to lay down some script, uh, some scriptures in Psalm telling us how we bless the Lord and praise the Lord and how the children of Egypt came through um, from Egypt through the desert and to the promised land, um, as some of those scriptures talked about, and why they worship the Lord and why we, we, we're worshiping Jesus today and, and celebrating his birthday and how important that all is. I do want to tell you that um, the, the Jewish people knew that they were looking for a Messiah, um, someone that could forgive them of their sins. Because for years they were, um, they were sacrificing animals for, this, for the sins of the whole year that they had. And now Jesus was coming, their Messiah, to sacrifice his life for the sins of the world, for their sins forever. Like accepting Jesus as our Savior, we don't have to, you know, sacrifice to um, animals, to the Lord for forgiveness of sins. But I do want to talk about why we celebrate Jesus and how it was foretold years ago um, through well, there were many prophecies. As a matter of fact, there were like a hundred and four, um, over three hundred prophecies of Jesus coming, the the Messiah coming. But I do want to read one of them, and it, I'm taking you to Isaiah seven fourteen, and it goes like this: Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign: the virgin will be with child, and will give birth to a son. And we'll call him Emmanuel. And that means God with us. So must the, the prophet Messiah um, gave that over 740 years before Jesus was born. He's saying here, a virgin will be with child. A virgin will be with child and give birth to a son. And it says, the Lord himself will give you a sign. So this is, this is, this is Isaiah talking about Jesus, the forecoming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And in, I'm going to take you to um, Matthew. And Matthew talks about the same scripture and it is in Matthew 1, 
verse 23. Now, I do want to tell you that Matthew was a Jew, Jewish person himself. He was a bright guy. He was a tax collector. Um, but he talks about, um, he starts out Matthew with um, the lineage of Jesus Christ um, through the son of David and, and the son of Abraham. But we're going down to verse 23, where Matthew is quoting Isaiah, and he says here in Matthew one twenty-three, the virgin will be with child and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So Matthew says right there what Emmanuel means. And um, so Jesus was prophesied in coming for years, like I said, over 300 prophecies regarding his coming. But I do want to read also the whole, um, the, the beginning of um, where it talks about the birth of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to take you to Matthew. We're still in Matthew 1. I'm going to take you to verse 18. And this is regarding Jesus's birth. So here we were, you know, prophesying um, about the Lord coming. And then this is talking about Jesus' birth. It says here, um, this is how the birth of Jesus came about. This is in verse 18, Matthew 18. Let me say that again. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. Okay, I'm reading in um, the NIV, and it says pledged here. It really means engaged. Um, I think it means uh, promised in some scriptures uh, or in some translations of the Bible, but this one happens to say pledged. But in our normal language here today, we would say engaged. And the engaged uh, woman, man and woman was different in those days. They were not just pledged to be married or engaged. They were considered married at that point, but just not living together. They weren't, you know, they didn't consummate the marriage. And so that's important here because she's going to be pregnant soon. Um, so Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, this is coming together and consummating their marriage, um, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, she, she, um, the, the Holy Spirit came to her and, and blessed her with a child. And this is her and the Holy Spirit, okay? Because Joseph, her husband, which was a righteous man, he did not expose her to the public, to public disgrace. Meaning he didn't say, you know, listen, I'm going to divorce you and, and out loud telling the whole world what, you know, that she was with child. He was going to do this quietly. So because Joseph, her husband, was an, a righteous man, he did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quickly and, I mean, I'm sorry, quietly. But after he had considered, after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Take Mary home as your wife, 
because what is what is conceived in her womb is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Verse 22, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. And then, of course, verse 23 is what I read um, through the um, scripture in, in Isaiah. But I do want to say, it says here in, in verse 22, um, in verse 21, it says, she will give birth to a son and you will give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Right there, it's talking about Jesus coming and saving us from our sins. So why was he coming as a baby? To save us from our sins. For us to have a relationship with him so we could be saved from our sins. That is why Jesus came. That's the whole purpose, saving us from our sins. I do want to re- read Luke 1 um, for you. And Luke also talks about, um, about this, why Jesus came. <clears throat> now, this is, um, I'm going to read Luke 1, verse 67. And this is, this is about, this is Zechariah, um, who is the father of John the Baptist. Not John who wrote the book of John, but John the Baptist. So Zechariah is, this is talking about Zechariah. And so Luke 1, 67. His father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. So this is talking about Zechariah prophesying. He was filled with the Holy Spirit and he's prophesying. And I really think it's important to read this scripture because it talks about why Jesus is coming. So he's prophesying, prophesying about Jesus, but why he came. And so here we are in verse 68. Praise to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come and has, to, and has redeemed his people. So why did he come? He came to redeem us. Verse 69, he has raised up a horn of salvation for us. So again, salvation in the house of his servant, David. Verse 70. As he said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation, here it is again, from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to his fathers and remember his holy covenant, the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to, here we go, rescue us from the hand of the enemies. Rescue, save, redeem and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, 
This is, this is the Lord Jesus. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation. Here we are through the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God by which the rising of the sun will come from us, um, will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness. This is us living in darkness before we come, came to the Lord and the shadow of death to guide their feet to the path of peace, that shalom peace that only Jesus can give. And the child grew up and became strong in spirit. And he lived in the desert until he appeared in public to Israel. So this is, this is talking about John the Baptist living in the desert and all. But he's going to come before Jesus. Why? To talk about salvation through Jesus, redemption through Jesus, all of those things that were prophesied by Zechariah his father, that's John the Baptist. Because of all of this, we're going to be celebrating a life, the birth of Jesus. Um, we don't think that he was born on the 25th of December, but that's the day we celebrate him. If you're out there and have never accepted Jesus as your Savior, today is the day for you to accept him and worship him and celebrate him on this is the day we celebrate his birthday. Accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, very simply like this, with your whole heart. Say, Jesus, I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I give my whole life to you. Forgive me of the sins of the past, present, and future. Today, let me celebrate your birth as a child of God. And I ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And join us again on the road with Jesus. God bless you all. Bye for now. Thank you for being here today for On the Road with Jesus with your host, Rody Fisher. Every week, you'll hear experiences and testimonies from her and her friends as they share their journey with Jesus. You'll see that you're not alone in your search for God, your victories with Him, or your failures. If you have a question about today's show, email Rody Fisher at rawfisher at ontheroadwithjesus.com, spelled R-A-H, Fisher, at ontheroadwithjesus.com, R-A-H-O-D-E with Jesus.com, or leave a voicemail at 951-817-0094. That's 951-817-0094. On the Road with Jesus is sponsored by Global Expressions Language Project, Learn more at asquaredlamps.org. That's the letter A, squaredlamps.org. Be sure to join us each week at this same time for more On the Road with Jesus, hosted by Rody Fisher. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.